Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. And you know this about us. We're roast guys. We're big roast we, guys. We, and did we sign it? Did we, I think we signed, we signed an NDA. We are technically not roast guys. You know us. We're guys. Wink, wink. Um, yeah. No, I was just referring. Do you think we did? Did we sign an NDA? I didn't read it. I, yeah. I, <laughs> we signed something, and oh, I, Andy's, Andy's already <laughs> already laying out his defence. I uh, I signed a no details agreement, which means I signed it without I'm, knowing any of the details. I'm not that's reading all, anything. That's how about I liked this. to keep it. You know, I, yeah. I, I, this is how seriously I take the NDA. Yeah, I didn't even disclose the details of it to myself. I mean, as, that's. As, yeah, that's that's really good. <laughs> I mean, I actually and then, and then I went and signed a blank piece of paper to represent mm. how much I took in and exactly yes. what I was signing. <laughs> and to be honest, another one I didn't sign to represent the fact I didn't even look at my own signature. Um, invisible ink. Uh, Alistair, <gasps> Candy, you've heard of invisible ink? How about this? Yes, invisible sink. <laughs> oh no! It's a spy. Oh, a sp- no. It's a spy. It's a guy who sold invisible. Ink. It's a sp- it's a no, spy kitchen. It's the guy. I've got one of those new spy kitchens. It's we got it in invisible sink. It's a, it's a spy kitchen <laughs> cooking show. Oh, really great! <laughs> this is so, this is the best idea we've ever had. This, the podcast is finally kicking into I'm, gear, I'm and I, it, it couldn't come at a better be- time. I'm writing it down even before we figure out what it is. <laughs> spy kitchen. Spy kitchen. They're cooking appliances, you know, for, well, <laughs> spies have got to eat as well, yeah. you know. They don't just need to, you know, shoot shoot bullets no. out of, you know, pens and stuff. Yeah. They they need to eat. Sure, some pens are guns, but some pens are a, a Mars bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pen. You click the button, out of the end comes a little whisk. Yeah, it has a little, what, a little bit of like a little twiggy stick, you know, like one of those like oh, meat right. sausages. Well, <laughs> you can eat, you can eat the, <laughs> you can eat the nib, eat the lead, yeah. <laughs> or you can write instead of like instead of salami grease. <laughs> I take it back. This is the best idea we've ever had. Yeah, it's already written down. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> but it, I'm dining at Q's tonight. Is that? What, is it? I'll tell you. I thought, I thought you were changing the letter in order to make it funny. Like I thought. No, I, I thought you said. I thought because I, I mean it might be like I'm dining at K's tonight. Mm. K for kitchen. 
Oh, yeah, that would be really that would have been really funny if I'd done that. I wish I had, <laughs> but I didn't have the presence of mind <laughs> no. to make that great. Well, joke. You're not taking in any information. That's part of the NDA. <laughs> yeah, um, NDA. Interesting, isn't it? Yes. Uh, the same national... letters as DNA, and and the word and and org and, and it's all letters organized in a different and order. NADs. NAD. I signed an NAD. Yeah. That's all right. I wrote on my balls. <laughs> it's not a joke. No, not a joke. Andy, not even interesting. So not did you sign the NDA? No, I signed an 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 ID. Did our accountant? Did our did our um? Did the producer get you to sign an NDA? No, he got me to sign an NAD. He took down his pants and he said. Right on my balls. I autographed his testicle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm writing it down. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Alistair, here's a, here's a fun game that I like to play with my children, right? Yeah. It's called The Floor Isn't Lava. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what I do... Yeah. And they like this, and your kids might like this. And if you're listening at home, yeah. and you're not Alistair, um, your kids might like this as well. Do you it's want where to you start to the... panic that the floor isn't lava, right? Yeah. Ah, ah, there's no lava. There's, oh, I've fallen into no, no lava. And then you start screaming about having no lava all over you, and it's not burning your body. And it's really funny. That is funny. That is really fun. Yeah. And well, you, know, it's, you know something I've been thinking about lava is because... Um, is because the rock is a liquid when it's lava, right? So, yeah. So that means that part of the, the the I think a big part of the yuckiness of falling into lava is, yeah, sure, mm. you're burning, but also you're soaking wet. <laughs> and that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, wet. I am sodden. Oh, I am saturated. I am sopping. I am sopping wet. Come here. Let me get you a towel. I think it's one of those dry kinds of wet. It's a dry wet. It's a very dry wet. Like when you, um, like when you fall into a vat of Sauvignon Blanc. Um, <laughs> hang on. You fall into a flat vat of Sauvignon Blanc. It's dry. Yeah, it's it's a dry wet. Maybe that's what that what dry, dry cleaning is. Do you think a, that's what dry cleaning is? Yes, yes. They use they use Chardonnay. I spilled some wine on my uh, shirt the other day, and yeah. I had to take it to the dry cleaners because it was a Sauvignon Blanc. Doesn't make any sense. No, no. I mean that. No, no, no. I thought you were saying no. that they were they would just put Sauvignon Blanc on your shirt. Yeah, well, I was originally saying that, but then I was thinking, well, maybe it would be better if it's the dry cleaners. They only they only clean dry wines yeah. out of your clothes. A dry white wine, but probably wouldn't need to clean a white so, wine out anyway. If it was just a drama based entirely mm. on this premise, where somebody gets something on their shirt. And they take it to the dry cleaners, and then they pour a bottle of white wine on your on the shirt while it's there. Mm. And they said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Well, this is a dry cleaners." He said, "It's a very stupid idea, right?" Yeah, but, but you what? put it in a drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, that's interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah, I think 
I think I'm done with comedy. I think I'm going to do drama from now on. Yeah, right. But I'm going to do... Maybe there should be a drama. We come up with five ideas for conflicts. No, but I think... We come up with five <laughs> motivating conflicts. Two in the think tank. I oh, know, sorry, that's not... Um, that didn't change anything. Uh, uh, two in the dra- dr- dramaturgical uh, society room. Mm. Oh, you know what I thought of today, just before? I saw Andy Mm. earlier today. Me and Andy were in the same state today. Yeah, we convened. Um, But now we're far away again. We we got together so that we could separate and do the podcast. Um, (laughs) But you know, you've heard of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, right? Oh, yes. You were aware of that? Mm. Well, I'm in the Willy Nilly Silly Billy Committee. That, I mean, you know, I went on such a journey with that, Alistair, because I was having a wonderful time uh, with the willy-nilly silly Billy. Yeah. Right? And then when the next word was Camille, I almost didn't hear it because my brain was like, oh, he'll probably just say some word that means committee but that rhymes with <laughs> with silly Billy. And I trusted you that you would have you would have done that, right? And yeah. then my brain processed it and said, hang on, he's just said the word committee with Camille in there. Everything else in the sentence worked so incredibly well and the beautiful rhyming scheme. And then he's he's cheated with the last word. And then my brain said, but that's the kind of thing a willy-nilly silly Billy would do. <laughs> and I was back on board. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, you, think it's, you think that's a shirt? <laughs> the willy-nilly silly Billy, Camille. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think... Such this is the this is the moment for such a, a parody of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> that concept, the, yeah. The <laughs> which, I mean, what what is that? What I mean, is what 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 does it actually mean? I mean, we all know the 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 phrase, and I we're f- all using it on a no, daily basis. No, but I basis. think it's an actual organisation. <laughs> really? I think they convene. Do you think they have I an th- AGM? I think they do convene sometimes and uh, and uh, actually do like have a sort of um they have business. Uh, yeah, they, they have, have like they a, have mid- take minutes and they have like a you know like a like a a board, you know, mm. uh, a f- like a flat board um that they uh meet at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a hang on. Uh <laughs> The boardroom table. No, but I think that they're like an yeah. organization. Like, um, what's the uh, what's like the Israeli intelligence agency there? Mossad. Yeah, they're like Mossad, <laughs> right? And you know, like yeah. I think I think like 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 La Femme Nikita was a part of them. <laughs> and <laughs> and there was another one. There was another assassin that they've caught yeah, was wow. part of them. Um, but I think they they do things, and they might, you know, they might sort of attack mm. people who speak ill. Mm. Are they of, a bit like the G eight? Can you sort of lobby to become a part of the itty bitty ditty committee? You know, and then does that give you a seat at the table? Yeah, and you know, a, a bit of lobbying power. Yeah, at, at the at the board. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would be. You know what? It would be re- a real shame to discover that the itty bitty titty committee had had become corrupted like FIFA. Yeah. And was uh you know, people were able to basically 
um, buy their way onto the itty bitty titty committee despite not having itty bitty titties. Sure, you know, yeah. And sort of undermining the the entire raison d'etre of the itty bitty titty committee. Well, I guess in the end, you know, that's well, that's capitalism. Even even something as pure <laughs> <laughs> as an itty yeah. bitty titty committee <laughs> eventually <laughs> becomes about the money. Yeah. And it's just about people who are, know how to move money around mm. and, you know, mm. make money for other people. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should I write this down? <laughs> who is it? Yeah. I mean, I would like to think that the Itty Bitty Ditty Committee would ensure its integri- integrity <laughs> by having an in- Itty Bitty Ditty. Integrity Committee. Yeah, an Itty Bitty Titty <laughs> Titty committee integrity, integrity committee. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, itty bitty titty, itty bitty integrity committee. Yeah, yeah. who um, uh, works within um, the organisation, almost like uh, you know the cops who investigate the cops, or uh, uh, the ICAC over here uh, where, that we have to um, yeah to stamp out that kind of corruption. Andy, already just like I can write down the title "Itty Bitty Integrity Committee," <laughs> mm. and already that fixes the the horrible, awkward tension that there is with the Itty Bitty Titty Committee being such a uh, um, you know a thing that makes me feel a tiny bit awkward, even though I enjoy speaking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it, it's one of those things that is so fun to say, exactly. Um, that I think. It's okay. You know, it's one of those ones where, like, we get so much joy from just saying the words Yeah. that um, even if somebody was offended and really quite hurt and had their psyche damaged by it, I still think the total amount of good in the world would would yeah. be at least stable, Yeah. if not slightly better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it, it probably takes some carbon out of the air <laughs> every time you say it. I don't know why I think surely, that. Surely, surely. I feel like... You're, uh, yeah, I, you're, I, I think it's all the, 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 um, the hard consonants in there. I, I feel like clicking your fingers probably takes carbon out of the air. Yeah. You can't tell me that, that when I do that, I'm not at least breaking a few, like, bonds. Of, like, the, the air yeah. molecules between my fingers. Yeah. Right? I must, I must be splitting some, yeah. some carbon dioxide at into least just carbon and oxygen. At least motion a few carbon dioxides together so that they become heavier than air and they have to fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Essentially yes. sequestered. You know? <laughs> they're not they're not like yeah. they're not like a solid state, but they're they're essentially they become a heavy gas and they just stay a- at your feet. And nobody really cares if the feet your feet get hot. Is anybody looking into that, into making a new gas that we could put into the atmosphere? Yeah. That might not necessarily react with the carbon dioxide, yeah. but that would sort of grab it in some way, like an, into a sort of submission hold, and make it fall to the ground. That's you really know. interesting. We could call choke it, like it out. Cane tothanol. Yeah. <laughs> cane tothanol. <laughs> you know, just that, like a one. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, you know, just like one thing that you could just put in there and fixes all your problems. Mm. Um, so wait, what's this called? Wait, wait, your idea was um, it's my new gas. It's my new a new gas. <laughs> and it's the slogan for this gas is choke out carbon dioxide. 
Choke out CO2. Is it? Do you think it's? We're at the point now where we can just call climate change CC. CC. Yeah. Ah, there's chips. That's the chips. Okay, right. Damn. They'd hate that. They would they'd hate, hate that. Being synonymous with with Named that after climate change. Yeah, I mean, I think they've yeah. already failed. Right? They've been defeated by Doritos. They, you barely ever see them. They're like doing, they're doing worse than Pepsi. Why are there no square chips? Uh, we got triangular chips and we got round chips. I've, I've seen some rectangular. I've chips. seen I've seen some rectangular chips, but that wasn't my question, was it? Well, Why are there no fucking square chips? Well, Alistair? squares are rectangles, <laughs> and so I was getting close, you know. <laughs> I was walking around what you were talking rectangles about. Rectangles are not squares. Um, no, I know that. Yeah. Thank you. I know that. I understand. Um, wait. Was there something else? Wait, a new gas? Oh yeah, that chokes out. <laughs> that chokes out carbon dioxide. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to be looking at that. Like, I think, you know, we 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 got into this business yeah. by messing with forces we did not understand. Yeah, and I feel like that might be the way that we get out. Well, you know, as the, well, the, what's interesting, Andy, is that actually this would be a great way if we could get the Gracie family. Right now, they're the people who brought, um, who brought jujitsu to the world, right? Really, uh, there was a Japanese guy who went to Brazil and taught these guys, this family, jujitsu, <laughs> and this Gracie family were basically famous for like beating people. They were like, we, we, our family can beat any anybody up, no matter what the, mm. what style they are, and they started wow. the UFC to have that thing so that they could have all the. That- the, the, so they could beat everybody all up. The, yeah, all the different fighting styles would fight against each other, and they would beat all of them and win. And they did. One of the Gracies did win that very first one. And wow! And so they introduced the world to this groundwork of like taking people down and holding them there and then choking them out. Right mm. now, if they, if you could get them to release a gas, you know, <laughs> UFC is one of the most yeah. famous. Things and probably a lot of their fans are not in, don't even believe in t- in climate change, right? So this is how you can get them on. You can get that whole part of the population on side. Exactly, right? the By, atmosphere is the octagon. Yeah, getting getting a getting a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gas somehow, <laughs> or you know framing it like that, and <laughs> and getting uh, UFC fans to buy it. And then Getting Joe sp- Rogan on board. Spray it into the air. These mm. are cans that are just made. Remember how sad it was when we couldn't spray CFCs into the air mm. anymore? What about UFCs? Yeah. We can finally exactly. spray some. And these cans are just made for spraying right into the air. You can even <laughs> hold, a, uh, hold a lighter in front of them. And yeah. Oh, wow. And that fixes the environment. It's amazing that we could do it with fire. We can yeah. fix it with flames and heat. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really exciting. Anyway. I think there must be something. There must be something, right? It's probably not healthy because if there's something that is so reactive that it'll react with carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, spraying it into the sky is probably going to be bad in some other way. Oh. But again, that's a problem we can deal with, yeah, with yeah. another gas. But what about like another a gas spray. that's super reactive but only to one thing? Like, you know, mm. if it was just for carbon dioxide, like it was just horny for carbon dioxide, maybe only in the presence of a catalyst. Could be. You know? Is that what yeah. happens with catalysts? Like, can you can you only predict what's going to be a catalyst for things? 
Like, can you not predict that? Is that what I'm, uh, is the question? I I do not know. I feel like you must be able to build some designer catalysts because what do they do? They just help to get molecules together to yeah. react uh, at a lower activation energy than they otherwise would, right? Yeah. And it arranges them in a certain way, right? Shows them, you know, how to make love to each other. Yeah. Like Guides a, their bodies. Like a chaperone. Yes. The well, no, I think that's the, the opposite of a chaperone. Uh, the, uh, what's the, how, how can you change the word chaperone to? Uh, you could change it to a chaper too. You could sound it to, change it to a slapper. Slapperone. Um, a fuckeron, a loverone. Um, I can't do it, Andy. I can't even do it. A Casanovarone. Casanovarone. A Cupid. Cuperone. Mm. <laughs> it's not. Cupid doesn't show you how to fuck, does he? No, that's a different. <laughs> that's what about a different little baby? What about things. a Cupid? What about a Cupid who sticks around? Oh yes. You, you know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he gets you. Yeah. And then he actually just sticks around and he's like... And then he likes to watch. Yeah, now what are you guys going to do? I think that's really uncomfortable. Yeah, no, you're right. Because a little naked baby with a bow know, and arrow who shoots people and makes them fall in love. That's fine. But do you remember but if my... he's also a voyeur... Do you remember my little... I had once done a, a, a an image, a, p- a piece of art. You know, I don't do art very often. Um, mm. But I'd made one, a cutout that was of... Uh, Cupid as an adult with a kind of a gut and it, but instead of an, a bow and arrow he had two Uzis and sunglasses it's <laughs> a really good idea you know and I think that uh, Cupid's in the public domain right we can yeah, make this film I think Cupid's in the public domain and, and like and he just like mows down people with love Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's you really, know? it's really something. Um, uh. <laughs> I mean, what, what is, what happens there? Like, you know, does, does Cupid hit people because he thinks they would make a great couple, or does he just basically like is he an arranged marriage kind of guy? It's really interesting because you know if they feel like they if he feels like they would make a good couple and they are compatible feels like maybe he's not necessary at all. Yeah. Right? Feels like they would have got together anyway. Yeah. And so then so then if it's just getting people together, it's just taking people who are not together and putting them together, then in a way he kind of acts as a thing that to help increase like population booms and things like that. Mm. Does he work? Yeah. Does he work for someone? Is he like a force of nature or is he like I guess he was like a he was like an algorithm before there was an algorithm, you know? He was like before we had dating apps, yeah. we had things that could match you up based on your Facebook likes or whatever. Yeah. You know, your two questions had to be done by a god. That was the only way. It's the only way we could get that kind of level of information. Is Cupid a god? I think he's a little itty bitty god. But you're making it seem sound like he might not have an algorithm at all. It's just random chance of people who are within his eyesight. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe I am making it sound like that. I don't have a good grasp on it, Alistair. But I, all I want to say is, I love your idea of a, a gritty, an itty bitty gritty <laughs> reboot of Cupid. Cupid. Okay. All right. I'm writing it down. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 
I think we're being unimaginative with uh, this sort of IP orgy that we're on at the moment. And we're only really looking at IP from the last hundred years. Yeah. And I think we should go back. Back to well, the, you know. You know, like the ancient greek verse. But, you know, like, mm. is there ways of just, like, modernizing some of the ancient Greek things? Like, can you just take, like, Mount Olympus and the gods and turn them into billionaires or CEOs and stuff? Yeah, of course you can. And That's great. And then... That's already great. Yeah? Yeah. Cupid, he's a billionaire. He's like Bruce Wayne. He doesn't really have magical powers. What he does have is an Uzi and a lot of, um, I guess, drugs. <laughs> pharmaceuticals that he can shoot into people I mean that ass that kind of feels like that's just like a I mean when I found out I watched a I you know I got as my a birthday present one of those like maestros from the BBC on uh, mm. Julia Donaldson and mm. her and her kids books and she basically went yeah like I used to like have to work in this thing where we would read old fairy tales and stuff like that and I just basically have taken a lot of those old stories and turned them into slight variations. <laughs> That's a great... I loved hearing that. Yeah. And you go, oh, so like the, one of the most successful people um, in kid book writing is just somebody who, you know, not steals, but basically takes tropes that have worked. <laughs> but you think about what were the, like, the, the, you know, before that, what was the, the, the icons? The Brothers Grimm, right? Yeah. With their children's fairy tales. What did they do? They just wrote down folk tales that everyone was telling anyway. Yeah. It's just the same shit. Yeah. What about this? <laughs> uh, an oozy... Uh, no, wait. Uh, a, a, a a woozy floozy with an oozy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I All mean, my ideas are going to be rhyming, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, woozy floozy with an oozy. So it's like I mean, that's oh, almost what that what woman is. was in uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels where she... Gets up. Remember, she's been unconscious on the couch the entire time. Oh, and she yeah. gets up and kills everybody or shoots at everybody yeah. with that uh, Bren gun. The Bren gun? Is that what they called it? I don't remember. Is that Was that like a double-barreled gun? No, it was a big machine gun type thing. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, that is very good. I mean, what about the... Because, I mean, it could just be a revenge story of somebody who's mm. had a date, like a, like a, like a roofie put on her drink. Mm, Yeah. You know, woozy, it's really good. I mean, I'm not, you know, floozy. You know, I mean, that's, mm. you know, that's derogatory. But we could, we could sort of write her character to be a bit floozy. <laughs> what about and then? So there's a guy, right, who's been mistreating women, right, um, with 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 drugs, right. Yeah. And uh, this girl, she tracks him down, okay, and yeah. she's about to, um, I guess, kill him to extract her revenge. And he tries to tell her, well, look, you're going to do this, right? Sure, you think that this will make you feel better, but you're going to be haunted by this. He's trying to get out of it, right? He's yeah. trying to talk her down. You're going to be haunted by this action for the rest of your life, okay? You're going to be traumatized by this. Killing me isn't going to solve anything. And then, in the ultimate act of irony, she then takes a roofie herself, <laughs> then kills him. <gasps> Forgets the whole thing that's and goes about her life completely that, unaffected. Andy, that's a great ending to the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's good. And I it's called Oozy Woozy Floozy. <laughs> floozy. Is it because she wrote the, oozy, is that she wrote the title woozy, as, she was, as she was fainting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
I like that. I like the take. But you can't be choosy when you're an oozy. The choosy, woozy, floozy with an oozy. <laughs> Confusy. Confusy. Takes on, wait, mm. uh, roofie at the In end. order to commit a crime. Crimes. Um. I really want to do something with this idea that we had uh, many p- pods ago yeah. about premeditated murder. And while, you know, meditating is good and doing things in advance, that's also good. But when you... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Sounds good to me. Sounds like this person is I... organised and <clears throat> in touch with uh, the infinite. I had a sketch that I started writing the other day because I was in a car and my phone was out of batteries and then I started working immediately on the things that I'm interested in. Wow. Um, and it was based off of uh, something I'd seen on a two in the think tank list, which was because I was thinking about trying to make it for like Instagram or whatever like that. But it was the, uh, what's the one drop of blood company there? The, uh, Theranos. Yeah, it was Theranos. But, um, but we can tell you uh, what mental illness you have based on just collecting one a single tear from you, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's a guy trying to sell it, trying to say he says. But you know, obviously, we're different from Theranos because you know Theranos uh, tried to, uh, you know, duped a lot of mm. very powerful backers. But uh, we're different in that we don't have any backers. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, that's and, great. And That's then, what makes us such a yeah. And then good a few, proposition. And then be a few other things about this. Um, it would just be like a like a pen on tissue display. You know, just looks like a tissue, but it's actually the display of this thing. Um, <laughs> and but then it kind of ends with the guy kind of saying like, "But look, if you have any work going at all, I will take." Um, <laughs> so it's like this is my pitch and this is my idea, yeah. right? I'd love for you to invest. We're all going to be rich. But if you're not interested in that, I'll do anything else. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> like, like painting or weeding your garden. Yeah. Well, I did say if you do have any chores uh, <laughs> to do around the house uh, and and you pay me, I will come and manage you while you do them. Um, what about this? Yeah. Oh, you. I will come and manage you. Yeah. I was just saying. Like, you know, I wasn't right. listening to what you said, but that's, that's okay, great. Andy. You, you've signed an NDA. <laughs> on the podcast. And I don't want you telling anybody about any of these ideas that I'm putting forward. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, you know, if you need a boss, if you need, I'll take any senior position. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll manage you for food. You know, he's, a, yeah. he's on the well, street. Uh, um, Will, uh, what's what's CEO stand for? 
chief executive officer. Will the chief executive officer, you're building your business for food. Well, it's like they're they're sort of they're um, basically hobos who go from town to town looking for, yeah. <laughs> for executive high. roles. Yeah. Uh, how did you say it? Will manage um, your company for food? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I'll tell you what. I'd love somebody who could manage my company, if you know what I'm saying. That yeah. means they could manage being in my presence. I mean, yeah. I mean, isn't yeah. that what, what sort of getting married Marriages. is Marriages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she could manage my company. You know. Um, she's the CEO in our relationship mm. because she can manage my company. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, you know, what would, yeah, you see long noses on elephants and stuff like that. Mm, oh man, you do. But and 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 this is going to sound like I'm wrong here for a second. But then I'm yeah. going to recorrect it so that I'm right, mm. right? Um, but you don't see long ears, and by that I mean extended ear canals that come out like, like uh, you know, like like Shrek. No, 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 no. Oh, you no. do see, no, no, but I mean longer, like a trunk, right? Mm, so sure. that you can move it to things and and do very specific listening. Rather yeah, than well, you're almost thinking of like a a nature's stethoscope, aren't you? Yes, an audio stethoscope. Mm. <laughs> As I said that, I went, ah, uh, yes, the, steth- the the stethoscope already is audio. <laughs> you see. <laughs> A stethoscope for the ears. Yeah, so... Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, we always hear about lions that pick off the the sick and the uh, and the weak. Yes. Right? But have we experimented with how good their ability to detect sickness is? We're always trying to get dogs that can smell cancer. Yes. What about a lion that if you get, say, 100 people running for their lives, yeah. will be able to home in and pick off the one who perhaps has some very early, otherwise undetectable form of melanoma or something like that. Yes, but and the only <laughs> problem is that the way that you pay them for doing this task is they get to eat that person's body. The diagnosis is worse than the disease. <laughs> the diagnosis technique. But, but, but I feel... It's a step in the right direction, yes. you know? And oh, once yeah. we have this technology, it just needs time. Well, they to be get refined. They get the relief of knowing that you know, getting a diagnosis. An early diagnosis f- is very important. <laughs> very important, and it's good to catch it early. <laughs> As indeed they will be caught early. <laughs> caught early in the race, um, because the doctor doesn't have very much stamina, and so. He has to catch it early before he gets tired. And so he goes for the easiest prey of all, the most sick. Is the is the do- <laughs> is the doctor a lion? The doctor is the running man. I think he's just The doctor is the running man. No, no, the, no they're all running men and women. Um, <laughs> a running person can be a woman now. Um <laughs> As as indeed can a can a melanoma victim. <laughs> yes. 
Melanoma. Thank God we saved it, L. Do you, what about what there. about a revenge movie? Oh, wait, so wait, what was this one? It's a person who can who hunts. I don't, this is too stupid to write down. No, it's it, no, it was using yeah. lions and their ability yeah. to pick off the sick. Yeah, who as a diagnostic tool. I think that's a perfectly valid idea. Uses right, lions. and then all you would need is some is is a is a sort of somebody with a tranquilizer bullet or whatever who could tranquilize the lion before it is able to deliver the fatal blow. Yeah. Um, very, it's whatever a, they do. It's a very... Uh, oh. oh, that's my dog. Is that your favourite dog? That's my favourite of all my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he was barking a lot earlier, Yeah. just before we started the podcast, and I thought, this is going to be bad. And then I heard a meowing sound, and I was like, oh, God, there's a cat under the house. He's somehow did, he's been able to tell there's a cat out there because we've had found stray cats out there before. Oh. He's still barking a lot. Is he still? And then barking? we realised it was it was our cat. Our cat had got outside and uh, <laughs> is he still barking? Like, hang on, I'll go get him and I will hold him and then yes. he will stop. Bring him closer to the microphone. That's <laughs> so while Andy's getting his uh, mammal, uh, I will say, oh, I did the shut up a second podcast the other day um, and it was a wonderful time and it's been released so why not go to your favorite podcast uh, searching device and go and listen to that episode I think I might cry like a baby in it not ah. you know I use that my one trick yeah that is a, that is a that is one of your tricks yeah yeah, yeah. That's one of your one tricks. Yeah. That's very impressive. Oh, thank you've, you. You've, you. You know, it's like uh, Carson said, you'll use everything you know, and uh, you have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very have. early on. Was that in your first show? Was, was that in Undistinguished, The I Crying Like a Baby? Probably, yeah. <coughs> However you do it. You just pinch the back don't, of your don't throat Don't waste it now. Don't, don't, don't. I wouldn't. Don't I, waste you know, it I, need, now. I need to give people the... the you got to drive the traffic to the shut up the traffic podcast. away from our podcast. <laughs> uh, I think we're doing it with a lot of our ideas. <laughs> um, it doesn't I, matter. We're roast guys now. We're roast guys now for undisclosed mm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, I mean, technically we have five sketch ideas. So, I mean, I could, if you'd be interested, go to three words from a listener. I'd be really, I'd be fascinated. Now, if you don't know what three words from a listener is, uh, Andy, it's a segment of the show where people who support our podcast on Patreon um, can give us three and words do. and do give us mm. three words that uh, we can use as inspiration to come up with a sketch idea. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so, it's great. It's and today, my favorite, fast becoming my favorite segment of the show. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm I'm not you know, I'm not against the big body of this show. <laughs> the thorax? That's what would you call that? The you, abdomen of the show? You know I like a big body. Mm. <laughs> big body of work. Yeah. Genuinely like one it of those real but you tell you what, Mel Brooks, he has one of those real badonka donk bodies of body of body works. of work, yeah. Very ass heavy. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I so today's today's three words comes from a much more recent uh joiner of the Patreon. Sev. 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 That's right. Sev. S E V. Hope I'm not doxing you, Sev. 
am I giving away the spelling? <laughs> um, but thank Sev, you, Sev. So thank you so much, Sev. Uh, thank you for joining the Patreon. Uh, and and Sev has sent in three words. Andy, do you ah. want to try and guess what one of those words is? Okay. Um, one of the three words uh, that from Sev. The first word is um, bushy. Bushy. Oh, close, Andy. Oh, come on. Oh. Cl- close. Arbitrary. Arbitrary. Well, see, arbor, of course, the Latin that's right uh, for tree. tree that's what I was so putting to yeah. I was going to say it's because it had a B in it <laughs> <laughs> Arb- arbitrary penitentiary is the second word Ooh. arbitrary penitentiary no but you know a little bit spirit arbitrary spirit <laughs> arbitrary do you ever think that you know spirit level. level arbitrary spirit level oh no but for some reason, this word does feel level. It's medium. Arbitrary spirit medium. Right. Is this sort of like chat roulette, but for um, seances? You know, you never know who you're going to get. Yeah, and that's then, interesting. And then a lot of the time, it's just a dead person describing their genitals to you. Oh, no. I assume. Because, you know, th- that's the only way in which they can manifest is through their words. Yeah, and then but then they're kind of like, well, firstly, they don't exist. Secondly, uh, mm. and so they're yes. kind of like, they're going, oh, they're hypothetical genitals, hi- hypothetical ghost genitals. Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I'll be really interested to find out what the... What 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 form ghosts take when we do finally discover them? Yeah. Whether or not they are that kind of like they turn just wispy halfway down, yeah. And whether or not, like like a mermaid, um, you know where, where the genitals fall in the transition to the wisp, whether or not the genitals are above the wispy bit. Oh, or, oh, you mean the little wisp? You know, okay, like I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that little. You know, they tail off into a little off. sort of. And where does that tail you know, go to? Hmm. You know, Indeed. like because it, it looks like it's going, it's you know, it's, it's like it's smoke. Like, it's going like the, back to a source. If you're wondering what we're talking about, it's sort of like the upside down. It's it's an upside down Mister Whippy. You know that taper when the when the when the end of a a um a soft serve yeah. ice cream sort of tails off like yeah, that. or or you know, kind of looks like an ectoplasm uh, tornado. Mm, sometimes it does, yes. And, yeah. and again, you know, I, I, I want to find out the details, but then I want to know if the wisp is above or below the genitalia. Because I mean, it's and, and but also like, you know, because you kind of become a blueprint almost of a of a person when you become a ghost. It yeah, seems. that's possible. Yeah, you know, and you're kind of just left with you know core data for being recognized and things like that. You don't need any of that blood. Mm. And bone mm. and all that kind of stuff, but I wonder what the decisions that were made for what body parts you keep like that. You know why, why the eyes and the you know the neck and things like that, but why mm. no, why no genitals? Why no feet? I mean, sometimes they have feet. Yes, but never genitals. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd be interested to know whether or not how the idea of what a ghost looks like has changed through time because the ones that we imagine now a lot of the time are very hologram like and that feels like sort of like a a modern idea that might just have arisen from like what we can show on t on on video film 
that sort of thing. You know, the yeah. idea of a transparent person is probably just something that was made up by a, a, a video technician who was like, look, we can lay the two bits of footage over the top of each other and there'll be this kind of, yeah. you know, hazy bloke there. But then some, back in the day, come from is that what regular, they were like? Well, some might come from also like things that people think that they've seen in windows of in like photographs of old houses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And reflections are kind of transparent as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that is a, a bit window. of a camera trick. Yeah, of the eye. And looking longingly out of windows, that's already kind of scary. Mm, mm. What don't you like inside the house that makes you want to look out? <laughs> it's scary that you don't like your house. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why do you have Stop. to look at me? I don't know. This was, <laughs> In my mind, I was trying to write a bit the other day about, like, you know when you're walking on the footpath... Mm. And like somebody's like gardening in their front yard and they can, I mm. guess they hear you coming and then they turn and look at you. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking hate that. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't fucking, oh, a bit of reality is happening. I better perceive it. <laughs> Just keep your eyes to yourself. <laughs> and then, yeah. What, are, what do they want to know? Yeah. Like just confirming that you're going all the way past there. Front yeah, yard, I mean, you're not oh, going to... What, are you worried your ears are now lying to you or something like that? Yeah, it's a person. Mm. <laughs> Who cares? Fucking yeah. We don't need to make a whole thing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, I tell you what, you keep doing what you're doing and I'll just shout when I'm past your front yard yeah. so you know I'm gone. Right? It doesn't sound like the pace you of somebody You don't need to watch to me the whole way. Yeah. just You can look if I start like really approaching you. <laughs> Yeah, if these footsteps without... p- start to speed up, you know, yeah. in, a, in a sort of terrifying way, Why get do you walk by unperceived? Mm, I think that is good. Yeah? The idea of, yeah, the, un- the, the unperceived bit. You're right. I've tried some other angles on it that haven't haven't gone anywhere, Alistair. But you're, the, the idea of being unperceived is, I think, crucial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's like, if you look at me, we then I kind of, I probably see you moving, so that creates motion in my in my eye, makes me want to look at you, right? Mm. Suddenly now we both have to enter each other's minds. Mm, sure. <laughs> you know, and now you have to think about like, oh, has he got intentions? And I got to be like, oh, mm. <laughs> what's he think I want to do? Yeah, and you're also, it, you know, if you're if you're looking at me, you're creating an image of me in yeah. your mind, and you're storing that Im- image. In your memory, yeah, which is something I didn't agree to. That's right. And then I you can remember that memory whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to be doing with my memory, the memory of me. Yeah. And I also don't know where in your memory you're going to be storing that, right? What 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 other stuff that's going to be next to in your memory? And what what you're filing it under? And you may be making judgments about me. And this is what I'm thinking. What judgments are you making about me and, and mm. writing it into that memory? Because mm. you may be, you know, making a judgment based on your first impressions of seeing me. Yeah. And they may be incorrect. And so that alters my mm. behavior because I'm like, oh, they're probably going to see me like this. Right. And, and then, but then writing that into memory, that's slander. Yeah, well, and and it's reductive as well because what do they remember you as? A guy who walked past their front yard, and who that's all like they fuck. remember you as. But you're much more than that. I'm more than that. Right? 
Yeah. We better not. It's better for us not to perceive each other at all. <laughs> and not have to go through this whole rigmarole. It is funny that they called a medium, though, isn't it? You know. Yeah, the people who take in, who get ghosts. Yeah. I guess because oh, it's medium, like they're a piece of paper on which you could write or whatever. I suppose so, yes. But, you know, suggests that you could go and see a, a, a spirit maximum. Yes. And, I mean, it does. Uh, yeah, or yeah. indeed an extra large. Yes. Or, well, you've um, let's see, small. You've heard of and and what do you picture an extra large being like? <laughs> I went and saw an extra large recently. Um, I've been trying to contact my father. Yeah, but apparently my the signal was so weak that he, they told mm. me to see an extra large. You know, I mean that's something. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not, definitely something. It's not hilarious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's just a little play on words, but um, yeah, but but what did we? Yeah, we didn't really come up with anything for the arbitrary spirit no, medium. Other than that, obviously. Arbitrary yeah. spirit medium. Um, seance. Yeah. What do you do? You sort of move the Ouija board or you, you know, you you, you say the first letter of your name. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the first letter of their name. Or... Uh, uh, I'm getting the smell of their cologne. Mm, yeah, sometimes. Um, I can uh, I can feel their fingerprint and on my neck. Yeah. Let me draw and it And there's for something you. wrong. He's clutching his arm. Did he have a problem with his arm? <laughs> Why should he's he clutching, still clutching his arm? He's it clutching his ass. The spirit. <laughs> and he's sort of lifting his knees up and down saying, Ow, ouchie, my bum bum. <laughs> Does that sound like your father? <laughs> yes, that's have, him. Did he have a sore with his, a problem with his bum bum? Did he have a problem? Have, yes, that's he me. He says, me got a boo-boo. He's saying, me got a boo-boo. <laughs> me got a boo-boo <laughs> on my bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like one of those ones where it's like a big group of people and the guy's cold reading the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I'm, I'm seeing the letter... H is it could be Hank, could be Harry, <laughs> and a few people stand up. They're like, "Yes, yeah. yes." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, he's a he's a man about five eight. <laughs> yes, yes." So a couple people sit down. Yeah. Um, now he's clutching his butt <laughs> and he's jumping up and down, saying, "Ouchie, ouchie, my my bum bum is sore." It's gonna go everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna do a boo boo on the on the floor floor. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And then I, a, few, I feel a couple like people sit. Now. A couple people sit down, but then a couple. Other <laughs> but people there's still stay two people up. still standing. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and then he's holding. Then he's moved his hands to the front, and I was like, "And my wee wee, my wee wee is burning too." <laughs> One guy sits down. You know, there's still two still up. Uh, <laughs> my winky. My winky. Can you make it better? Can you make it? Can you kiss my winky, winky? <laughs> my winky, dinky. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's two people who say it could really be either of us. Oh. <laughs> 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 Well, uh, he says that he loves you, <laughs> and that he was really <laughs> proud of you. 
He's happy in heaven. Yeah, he's really happy in heaven. <laughs> 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 oh, that's nice. <laughs> and he says he could feel the diary running down his legs. <laughs> He says it's filling up his shoes. <laughs> oh, and he said it's just he's just got a brand new pair of socks, and they're ruined and now. And he seems really he upset. He likes the smell. He says he really <laughs> he likes, likes the, the smell. smell. <laughs> oh no, that's not my dad. No, that's not my dad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, he hated the smell. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's very funny. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to be that, like the you know the spirit medium or whatever. They yeah. first they isolated and they find the person, the one person in the crowd, and then they just start start describing the embarrassing things about their father. Yeah, I mean that's you know, and then they go on to the next person and do the same thing. And I guess I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's. But I think I think think you I think mine's maybe a bit more obvious, and I think yours is more absurd. <laughs> yeah, I think, we, but I, but I do like yeah. Yours has a much more of a simplicity to it. We're kind of creating this system where people stand up when they're hearing something that they recognize, and then sitting down when that something rules them out. Um, mm. um, I love it. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, this is nothing, but but something that I like that Hux does that we're kind of like not correcting yet is just my kid who just turned three um mm. is that when he's instead of saying like i want or you know i'm going to he still says mm. my oh and it's like those little cute little things that like back in the day i would have tried to be like Le- let's say it properly but now you're like don't you ever start talking normally yeah. this is this is my last shot at hearing a cute kid talking a funny in a fun <laughs> way so it's, he's always like no my want to do it no, really I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to raise him as a himbo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, our little boy, yeah. Remy, he says uh, two cute things. He says uh, stummy ache instead oh, of tummy ache, yeah. which I think makes sense. You know, stomach. Yeah. You know, it's your stummy. And he also says instead of cowabunga dude, which we say a lot around the house, Yeah. he says Hang a barber, dude. Hang a barber. <laughs> Hang a barber, that dude. That does sound like a great Australian version. And now version. that's what I've just started saying. Yeah, Australian version. Yeah. Oh, well, in, in America it was cowabunga, but in Australia it's hang a barber. Hang a barber, yeah. <laughs> fellow. Hang a barber, fellow. Mate. Hang a barber, mate. Hang a barber, mate. mate. Yeah. I love things that sound like sayings. Mm. Anyway. Well, it could be something. We probably need to... Uh, wrap this episode up so let me take you through the sketch ideas when well, we got the spy kitchen cooking show <laughs> i was really interested in the idea of an invisible sink right yeah. and the the, <laughs> the the thing is that you think you you know where the sink is yeah and so you go and you pour out your like your bowl of like leftover wheat bix and and milk and stuff think you're pouring it into the sink and it just falls onto the ground yeah and this constantly just trying to empty things into the sink. Yeah. They're falling, <laughs> splashing all over your shoes and floor. Like, I'm really wishing we hadn't gotten that invisible sink. Yeah. But it's good, though. 
And then yeah, we've got, no, I signed an NAD. Wow. That got written down. That's really good. Yeah. Then we've got the Itty Bitty Integrity Committee. This is a, s- yeah. a sub right. a sub uh, committee as part of the Itty Bitty mm. Titty Committee. Internal who, Affairs. Who are a, a, a an international organization who commit uh, atrocities <laughs> around the world and... Um, Mostly, I thought they might be more like UNESCO or something, and things can, uh, you know, be um, given uh, world heritage status by the itty bitty. Itty I like meeting. to think that they're a bit closer to like uh, Haz- Hezbollah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> where some places consider it consider them like a terrorist organization, and some wow. of them see them as like a like yeah, a legitimate, interesting. you know, p- powerful thing, things like that. I mean, it would be interesting if the Itty Bitty Titty Committee did start out as a purely, you know, peaceful um, organization, but then within the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, there are those who believe that the only way to achieve their ends is through violence. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. What those ends are, I don't, I don't really know at this stage. <laughs> we got a new gas for fixing climate change, which chokes out carbon, and this was mm. has been released by. Uh, the Gracie family, and uh, sold as yeah. a UFC gas, which is uh, to get you know the rest of the, the the last holdouts who don't believe in climate change get mm. them on board. Ultimate fluorocarbons. <laughs> uh, we got the adult gritty reboot of Cupid. We got the Mount Olympus, but CEOs and billionaires. That's you know that's f- for us. I think that's our new. T- TV series that we're about mm. to work. It's a big episode. You know, it'll be like a huge uh, pres- prestige TV show about like a rich family or something like that. Are they all like called Zeus and stuff? But they're just... No, no, they're not called Zeus and stuff. Oh, okay. No, I was I was just trying to describe um, Succession just then. Oh, um, right. So that you would laugh and then if I didn't get that. So... But I think well, I, this one's more about yeah. the network of these people and how they control the world. Mm. You know, through their whims. And Whims. they fight amongst each other. This is more about like, kind of like, not not, not the uh, Illuminati, but what actually does control the world with the shifting of the money and all that, you know? Do you think that there is a pornographic parody of Succession called Succession? Yeah, that's really good. It I is mean, good, Andy, isn't it? that that would be wrong if it didn't have that. <laughs> and then, oh, what about suck sex? Oh, Shin. that's re- Sean. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> suck <laughs> slash sex. Sean. S e a n or s h a u n? A s h a u n. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Uh, then we have um, uh, Woozy Floozy with an Uzi, mm. the uh, revenge oh, that's film. Good. That's good too. Uh, well, then we have uh, Will Manage Your Company for Food. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm writing down the words revenge film. And then we have a um, person who uses lions to pick... Uh, who pick off the sick as a diagnostic tool. I think that was a very mm. clear idea, Andy. Probably the clearest idea we've had. Thank you, Alistair. It uh, felt clear yeah. to me. Other than, uh, you know, except for the medium who finds 
a ghost <laughs> who is clutching his butt, saying, <laughs> saying, yeah, they got a big poo poo. I got a big poo poo, and my bum bum is so ouchy. <laughs> Can you rub my tummy? Yeah, and then he's yeah. <coughs> Anyway, so I think that's it, Andy. That's the whole yeah, episode. Wow, okay. Can you believe that's it? Yeah, I, I almost can. Gosh. Um, this was fun. Do you think we should go into the song bit? Yeah, man. Okay. Flapsy, flapsy, flap, flap, flapsy. Alistair and I, if you're thinking of signing up for Patreon, uh, to support two in the think tank and the work that we do in the community, um, which is basically just this. Uh, but uh, we we uh, we might have a bonus episode coming up in which we do a bit of a stock take, uh, two in the stock tank take because we're considering take, take stock. writing a sketch show uh, mm. by the end of this you know year maybe, and mm. uh, and maybe even performing it somewhere in Melbourne. Uh, mm. And so we're going to go through and find some sketches that we would love to do and maybe yes. uh, start doing some writing. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that prospect. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. And we... we, we oh, thanks for listening. Love. love. <laughs> you. <laughs> Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.